1: And techniques for how to make your business a success. Let the Business Power Hour do the heavy work for you.
0: Good morning. Good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And I am so excited about my guest today because we're going to be talking about one of the things that I think causes the most issues the most angst, the most, you know, sleepless nights. And that's on how in the heck do I actually lead? Um, So please join me in welcoming Sonia Shelton to our program today. Welcome, Sonia. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm super excited about our conversation today. Perfect. Well, let me tell people a little bit about you and then we will dive into this. So when it comes to navigating the ins and outs of business, Sonia Shelton has seen it all, from startups to Fortune 500 companies. Sonia is the CEO of Executive Leadership Consulting, where she partners with high-growth companies to drive both passionate culture and profitable strategy. She's on the Forbes Coaches Council and is the author of the number one Amazon bestseller, You're an Executive, But Are You a Leader? So again, Zonya, welcome. Thank you. I love how you say the title of the book. That's perfect. (laughs) I know. But are you a leader, right? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Well, you know, I always like to know from my guests how they got to where they are today. And you especially have a fun story. So tell us a little bit more about how it is that you discovered that this is your passion in life.
1: Yeah, so prior to starting executive leadership consulting, I was the head of internal communications for the Walt Disney Company worldwide. Wow. So it was and I was there at an interesting time. Mm-hmm. The the first part of my career there, of course, you know, Disney's known for having tremendous culture. Right. And but I was there at a time when nobody in my position had experienced what I experienced, mm. and nobody in that position will ever experience it again. Mm-hmm. We had a member of the Disney family, Roy Disney, mm-hmm. leading a holder revolt against our CEO, right. Michael Eisner. Mm-hmm. Right. So imagine I'm the head of internal communications mm-hmm. in the company, basically going through a divorce. Right. The mice are fighting.
0: Oh no. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: right. right. And so it was like you know, a lot of um, pressure on our team to remind people mm-hmm. why this is a good company. Right. Uh, try, remind them to stay focused on the mm-hmm. work. Right. And at the same time, all of this politics going on. And what mm-hmm. I, so I, as so I would say, I was probably at the company during the worst of times mm-hmm. as well as the best of times. Mm-hmm. Um, and it gave me this perspective, one, how I responded as a leader myself. Okay. Right. And when I was in that situation became I behaved badly, frankly, to 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 based on what was happening to me, passing that on to my team. OK, they gave me the feedback uh, that was not OK. And mm-hmm. it was a wake up call for me mm-hmm. and we shifted things. Mm-hmm. But I was like, doesn't matter what's happening in the environment. Mm-hmm. We can have our team can be different. Right. So that, that one lesson and mm-hmm. it really gave me a lot of empathy for leaders mm-hmm. in that. They might know the right thing mm-hmm. to do, but it might be their environment that's mm-hmm. getting in the way mm-hmm. and how do they separate from that, right. right? And and create their they can create their own environment within mm-hmm. that environment that can actually shift the broader environment, mm-hmm. right? So, so that was one thing. And then also looking at what I learned from Disney in the ability to connect culture and business results mm-hmm. and then the impact of what what a negative culture and a toxic culture right. looks like for company mm-hmm. right so so i really experienced both while i was mm-hmm. there and i saw that the impact of that and mm-hmm. and the impact of leadership and the impact of culture started doing new things at Disney, mm-hmm. um, and I also realized I could have a bigger impact in working for other companies. Mm-hmm. I could also say things out from being outside the company that mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to say. Right. You're that unbiased people. person. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Well, and also, you know, to be able to tell the truth mm-hmm. without fear of, well, what's that going to mean for my career if right. I really say mm-hmm. this? Right so so that's why i decided to start executive leadership consulting and mm-hmm. disney was my first client mm-hmm. and i um and i just am really passionate about this mm-hmm. blend of bringing br- strategy and culture mm-hmm. together
0: right you know and 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 i love this because of course the outside world has has a view of what the culture at disney is right you know it, it, because we all know the happiest place on earth right i mean you know that's that's just what we hear all the time and you know obviously the image is happy smiling people who are there to do everything they possibly can to make their guests welcome all of those things but you know the happiest place on earth it isn't always happy um, you know, as you said, and, and I think that's probably one of the, the a big disconnect is you've got your outside view from the world and then what the heck is really going on inside and how to really deal with that. And then, as you mentioned, business strategy. And I think so many times we as business leaders think it's one or the other. Um, we can make money or we can be happy people. And of course, that's the farthest thing from the truth.
1: Yeah, absolutely. There's this that famous Peter Drucker quote that culture eats strategy for Mm -hmm. breakfast, and I used to believe that, Mm -hmm. uh, but I actually don't believe it anymore. Right, and it's it's really because I started to see some companies who took culture too far Mm -hmm. at the expense of the business results. Right, and then other companies, of course, like we've seen Mm -hmm. time and time again, that Mm -hmm. focus on business strategy first and ignore culture Mm -hmm. and think they don't have one, Mm -hmm. um, but it doesn't matter whether you work on it or not, you Mm -hmm. have one. And so that's, but I I think most people think, well, if I'm, if I focus on culture, that's the soft stuff, Mm -hmm. right. Um, That I can't, uh, that I, that's not going to end up in business results. Mm -hmm. It's just making people happy. Like you said, it actually can when, when you work with um, really focusing on your purpose as Mm -hmm. a company, that can help both internally and externally, mm-hmm. right? So so why are we here? Mm-hmm. What What is it that we're trying to mm-hmm. do? And what's our purpose in the world, mm-hmm. right? Can be, You can have people that are really passionate about that internally that will come up with new ideas, mm-hmm. new ways of doing things mm-hmm. that will create exponential results in your business nice. that you never would have thought mm-hmm. of. Right. But if you don't have that, mm-hmm. they will just come in and do their job, and they're mm-hmm. not really thinking for you, mm-hmm. right? And as a leader, to be able to lean into your team to help you think mm-hmm. can make a huge difference in in how you show up. And then I think what's interesting in the past few years are these younger generations are also making buying decisions based on purpose, mm-hmm. so they'll spend more money with a company if they believe in their purpose, right? And and I think that's some something new so mm-hmm. so that we, I think the previous generations, of course, purpose is important to all of us mm-hmm. as far as where we work, but not necessarily in how we buy. Right. right. And we so-
0: buy for convenience. We buy out of habit. We, you know, all of those other things. It's like, they save turtles. Oh, okay. That's nice. But they get my laundry clean. <laughs>
1: right. right, right, right. So I think companies are are going to be forced mm-hmm. to... Focus on this or they're not mm-hmm. going to be in business anymore.
0: Right. Yeah. You know, and I think obviously what we've seen in the last couple of years is the great resignation. Um, now, I, I, I don't know that it's quite as great as they all say, but I think a big part of it is people really did realize, I, I, I want to work somewhere where I am happy. Um, you know, and we're not going to be happy every day. It's just that's that's not realistic. But it is kind of like the happy wife, happy life saying, you know, if you have employees who are happy most of the time or at least not unhappy. So maybe, you know, maybe on this scale, you're going to have you're you're everything is just going to work better, um, you know, and 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 they they need to understand, you know, that the, the leadership needs to understand that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I th- I think that, and that's why we we use purpose instead of engagement. We use mm-hmm. passion mm-hmm. instead of engagement. Because right. when you think about times in your life that you've had a stressful situation mm-hmm. that had a purpose. So for example, it might be when you got married.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Weddings are very stressful,
0: right? Mm-hmm. right?
1: Uh, moving to mm-hmm. a to a new home. Mm-hmm. Moving is very stressful.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Having a child, very stressful, mm-hmm. right? But we have this purpose behind it, mm-hmm. so we and we have we're so excited about mm-hmm. the purpose that we get through the stress easier, right? Right? It's, 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 we mm-hmm. don't you know it's not that it doesn't affect mm-hmm. us. Of course it does, but we're so focused mm-hmm. on the purpose. That, that we keep going forward. And I, and I think that's what organizations can can do with their purpose mm-hmm. is is create that passion mm-hmm. so that it doesn't feel like stress. And mm-hmm. it's definitely not burnout, mm-hmm. right? Where, where it's like, okay, we're going through challenging times, but we mm-hmm. see this as an opportunity mm-hmm. or an obstacle for us mm-hmm. to get around to be able to fulfill our purpose. And mm-hmm. we're going to work harder on that rather mm-hmm. than just out. Mm-hmm. And I think Burnout is a big issue that I'm focused on right now because it's exponentially growing mm-hmm. um, all around the world, not just mm-hmm. in the US, right. where employees are experiencing increased burnout. And I've looked into, why is that, right? Mm-hmm. So why, what's happening? And I found two things. One one is that we're in a more uncertain world than we've ever
0: been. Mm-hmm. For a variety Creative of reasons. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And And when we used to do strategy, we used to do you know three year plan, five year mm-hmm. plan. Not anymore. It's a one year mm-hmm. plan mm-hmm. and a vision, right? Of oh, that's that's longer term because mm-hmm. things we don't know what's gonna what mm-hmm. things are gonna be happening right. in three years. COVID no- taught us
0: that, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, so that's one thing is this uncertainty of the future, which makes people feel unsettled, mm-hmm. and then we have this speed of change. Technology moving Mm -hmm. forward so fast, and things. Can you say AI? (laughs) Right, right, exactly, exactly. That's moving forward so fast, and and you know how when you get stressed, in your body all of the energy goes to your limbs, your arms and Mm -hmm. legs. Right. And I see organizations doing the same thing, right? Mm. When they when they are feeling this uncertainty Mm -hmm. and this change, they're very busy, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but they're not really. We're going to justify our existence. So there's a lot of activity, but not a lot, not a lot of thinking going Mm -hmm. on. Right. Right. And, and focus on, on what are we trying to do here? Mm -hmm. So I think that's one aspect of burnout. And Mm -hmm. then, and then I, it's also because things are moving so fast, Mm -hmm. it's almost like people are on a treadmill with no Mm -hmm. destination. They're just Mm -hmm. running really fast. Right. And When we feel like we're not going anywhere Mm -hmm. feels futile. Right. 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 Mm -hmm. So. That creates burnout too. So mm-hmm. I think it's also important to remember, even if it's if it's small wins, mm-hmm. to pass along the way and say, mm-hmm. look what we have done. Mm-hmm. Look at the, what we're accomplishing, right. mm-hmm. and and so that people feel like, oh, what I do matters, mm-hmm. and I'm actually contributing, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> right? Right? And and, mm-hmm. and and part part of what I'm doing is bringing meaning, right? Mm-hmm. And I think you were talking about, you know, what COVID did with the Great Resignation. Mm-hmm. I think that was a big part of it mm-hmm. is that that people started to question the meaning behind mm-hmm. what they were doing and right. does this matter to me mm-hmm. and if it
0: doesn't why am I here mm-hmm. right you know and it's interesting just on the the radio this morning they were talking in the the business uh, part of the program that I was listening to they were saying that you know it appears that more companies are going to be able to give bonuses this year. Um, and, and the, but the then they said, you know, but here's the thing, companies that can't do bonuses, you know, and obviously many companies can't, are figuring out other ways to show their employees how much they're valued. So maybe it's an extra day off. Maybe it's, they get to work from home. Or they get to continue working from home, all of those things. So they really are thinking about, what are we, you know, what can we do to keep them? Because, you know, we all know that if we have to replace an employee, it's very expensive, you know, and, and, you know, obviously it depends on what level they are, but it is much easier to keep an employee than to replace them. Unless, you know, obviously there are times where you know, we're showing them the door, we're, we're hoping it doesn't hit them on the way out. But, um, but yeah, when you've got a good employee, you really want to do everything you can to keep them.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think sometimes companies will make changes mm-hmm. thinking that um, they'll get the people that they don't want to keep will sort of exit on the way. Mm-hmm. Sort of it never works that way, right?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah. You know, and, 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 uh, you know, or more importantly, they think, okay, we think this is important. And the employees go, yeah. Um, and and I think in many cases money is one of those things yes we all want more money more salaries but we like those perks and those benefits and sometimes you know those those are pretty easy to do but they make a bigger difference
1: yeah absolutely and like you were saying you know if if somebody doesn't feel valued Mm -hmm. the money isn't going to it's going to fall flat at the end Mm -hmm. of the day Mm -hmm. Right, and that's and that's part of why I'm passionate about what I do, Mm -hmm. is because I saw this connection between what we do for a living, Mm -hmm. that most of our day, right, we're there the majority of our day, Mm -hmm. and when we're not fulfilled Mm -hmm. and we're unhappy, like you were saying, Mm -hmm. that then translates to how we show up when we get home. Right, we kick the dog, we yell at the kids. Right, Mm -hmm. (laughs) exactly, and then that impacts that group of people mm-hmm. right
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then that also impacts the communities we live in mm-hmm. right so it really has a ripple effect mm-hmm. when one person is unhappy or mm-hmm. unfulfilled in their job it impacts so many other mm-hmm. people and they don't even realize it right but when they are fulfilled mm-hmm. it also impacts so many other people mm-hmm. right it's so so I think the things that you're talking about that you heard on the on the news right about Companies looking at what else can we do mm-hmm. besides bonuses that mm-hmm. make a difference to get that mm-hmm. give them that extra day right they can spend with their family mm-hmm. right so and and framing it that way mm-hmm. of what can they do with it what's the meaning mm-hmm. behind it right is not mm-hmm. it also shifts you know so you're not you're doing the same exact thing mm-hmm. but how you talk about it can also make a difference right
0: you know, and, and and I love that you did internal communications for Disney. I did internal communications for a very large organization. Um, when I was there, they were the seventh largest company in the world. And, you know, it was it was so interesting because we were doing the same thing. We were going through a whole bunch of issues, problems, growth. I mean, anything and everything. And, you know, the, of course, the, the most important thing when we're going through things like that is communication, you know, and... And, you know and, and you talk about this in your book and and I love it it's again your book is you're an executive but are you a leader you know we tend to think oh we're not we're not going to tell them what's going on and heaven forbid that we have to tell them we don't know because then they're going to think there's something wrong well many times we don't know but if you are able to to say you know what we don't know but we're figuring it out um because you know the the whole thing with if you don't tell, then they make it up. I mean, I was always so amused, <laughs> you know, challenged, you know, all those various things when we wouldn't give information to hear what the grapevine came up with, because the grapevine always made it worse than it actually was. And you know, so I think that's kind of one of the big things is people just want information, even if it's not good information. Um, we just want to know. You know, just tell us, and then we'll deal with it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I tell my clients often um, that doesn't matter how big mm-hmm. your team is. Right. You could have a team of one. Mm-hmm. You could have a team of a hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. What I whatever size of your team, that is your paparazzi, mm-hmm. and they are watching everything mm-hmm. that you do to right. see if it's in alignment with mm-hmm. what you say. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, um, so exactly what you're saying. You know, mm-hmm. if if saying that you don't know. Mm-hmm. Is better than holding it back because mm-hmm. they're gonna they're gonna believe that you know everything. Right. And that mm-hmm. you're and that you're hiding it when you don't know. You mm-hmm. you don't know. Like I mm-hmm. hear employees say, oh, well, they're they have it all figured out, they're just not telling us, and mm-hmm. there's some kind of conspiracy theory that mm-hmm. happens, mm-hmm. right? Right, right. And it's better to say, you know what, this is what we're working on. Mm-hmm. We don't know, we don't have all the answers right. yet. Here's what we think we'll know. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and, and we'll tell you along the way, we'll give you mm-hmm. updates along the way is going to bring some of that prop- paparazzi mm-hmm. noise down because right. people have the information. They're, they know what you mm-hmm. know, they know what you don't know, and mm-hmm. they know when you'll, mm-hmm. right? And uh, makes a huge difference, especially when you're going through a lot of change. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's important because that's when people get really uncomfortable, mm-hmm. right? right. And, and then they start um, amping up that paparazzi mm-hmm. noise even more mm-hmm. when it's in
0: times of change. Right. You know, and... Then the worst thing is if you say one thing and then it actually was something else, um, you know, biggies, like we're not going to have any layoffs, right? And then pretty soon we're laying off half the workforce or 1%. I mean, you know, it, the, and, and so that's why it's so important to actually be accurate with what you're saying, you know, and, and so it's, you know, so that it very well might be that the statement is right now, we're not planning any layoffs but we don't know what the future holds. and the people are like okay. <laughs> you know the worst thing yeah. is when they feel like you lied to them.
1: absolutely absolutely i've worked with organizations going through that process mm-hmm. and uh it's not easy right? right and and i think sometimes employees don't realize how mm-hmm. hard it is for the mm-hmm. leaders to go through that process right. it is it is tremendously painful for mm-hmm. them as well. um but I always remind them, right, when we're going through the process. As long as we make people feel respected through mm-hmm. the process, right, that they may not like the outcome, mm-hmm. but they feel like they were treated like a human being mm-hmm. and they were treated with respect, mm-hmm. and almost like you would a customer, right, mm-hmm. or, or right. a consumer to say, mm-hmm. we want them to leave, mm-hmm. recommend this place as a good place to work, mm-hmm. even right. though they were paid off, right? Mm-hmm. So, or potentially might come mm-hmm. back in the future, right? You never right. know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so to be able to treat
0: them in a way that mm-hmm. they feel respected through the process mm-hmm. is huge. Right. Well, and it's every person at every level, you know, I think so many times we think, oh, they don't care about the workers. You know, it's, it's only the senior management, their friends that, that they care about. Um, you know, and, and, and in many cases that is unfortunately true, but, uh, you know, it is, it really is important to, 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 to get down there and, and ask, you know, ask people, what do you think? What's going on? Um, You know, and, and, and you talk about this in your book is, you know, they need to know that. And we, we kind of talked about this at the start. If they give their opinion and their thoughts, they need to know that it's safe. You know, if they say, Oh my God, Sonia, you have screwed up and you have screwed up bad. Then. You know, they need to know that they can say that, and not, you know, the w- next words out of your mouth are "you're fired." Um, right. You know, and 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 I think that's, you know, the whole trust thing is is very difficult, and and I think we clearly saw that a lot during COVID, when everybody, and and still, when we're not face to face, you know, we we can put on a pretty good front on Zoom, and you know, all of these things, but you know, it's it's much harder when we're not in person.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, I think we've seen a lot of companies recognize that and insist people coming, mm-hmm. return to work, come back into the office. Right. At least part time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I think, um, you know, executive leadership consulting has mm-hmm. always been virtual. Since mm-hmm. I started the company in 2007, we've always been virtual, a virtual team. Mm-hmm. Because most of the time we're with our clients, even right. when, when uh, mm-hmm. b- before things went remote, mm-hmm. we were
0: in their office. Yeah, there was no so we- reason to have an office.
1: Yeah, exactly, and I think that part that's missing is that when we're working virtually, we're working remotely. We don't take that moment to check in, right? Right. So when when you're in an office, you maybe you come in in the morning mm-hmm. and you say hello, and you're getting some coffee, mm-hmm. and how are you doing? How was your mm-hmm. weekend? Right. Those kinds of things. Um, when we come online, mm-hmm. it's like who's that. Do we right. just like hey, we're starting, mm-hmm. to- starting, to- starting. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. think it's important to uh to bring those things into the meeting when you're working right. with a virtual team, mm-hmm. right? So, so my team, we work, we work, uh, we work on chat, right? So, so mm-hmm. first thing in the morning, everyone's sa- sending memes to each other mm-hmm. and saying good morning and checking in. Mm-hmm. And and that's how we start every meeting mm-hmm. is you know, how are you doing? Right. Checking in, right? And if I think that's where people can get isolated working mm-hmm. virtually. So they don't mm-hmm. have that that connection time, mm-hmm. um, that also means you have to make time for it, just like mm-hmm. you would, you know, if you're coming into mm-hmm. a conference room, the first five minutes, right. everybody's gathering, mm-hmm. right, saying hello, mm-hmm. right, and and to be able to make that time mm-hmm. when you're working locally too, mm-hmm. can make it a very successful culture right. that's working remote, mm-hmm. but you
0: have to still, you have to do it differently. Mm-hmm. Right, you know, and, and you talk in your book about having that little personal connection, um, you know, and, and I think that's where so many leaders, or you know, I shouldn't say that managers, because this whole thing is: are they a leader or are they a manager or an owner? Um, you know, and, and what we want them to do is be all of those things. But um, you know, so many times they think, well, it's not professional to know what's go. You know, to to ask those questions or to share that information, and and I think that is one of the challenges. I mean, you know, we're but we're not saying tell everything. But it is, you know, oh, hey, I see you've got a new uh, picture of your kids on on your desk or, you know, do you have a good weekend? I mean, just things like that, because then we know that person cares. Um, You know, of course, the worst thing is if they say, hey, Sonia, how was your weekend? And then before you even open your mouth, I'm on to something else, right? You talked in your book about how the the one person had, um, you know, when they were in meetings, Everybody was on their phones and on their laptops, paying absolutely no attention to the person who was speaking. And then all that did was make them have to repeat a good portion of what was going on. Um, But yeah, give you, you know, back to that word respect. You know, if you ask them, how are you doing? Then, you know, respect that you need to listen to that answer Now, you might have to cut them off. I mean, you know if they're gonna give you every detail, but it is and and I found that was one of the the biggest challenges that I found when I got promoted um because I had been the coworker, so knew everything, right? We all interacted, we ate together, and then I was the boss and so, how do you draw that line and and I think that is one of the challenges that people have, so Talk to us a little bit more about that. How do you have those boundaries but still show that you care? Yeah, I think it
1: it is just how would you connect with somebody at a networking event, right, mm-hmm. or in an association mm-hmm. that you're in?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think that's people tend to let their guard down with their peers, mm-hmm. right? If they're not telling them ever, you know, all right. the sort of details of their life, right? Mm-hmm. But they're they're connecting with them. They mm-hmm. know what their interests mm-hmm. are outside of work, right? They they. Mm-hmm. Eat, know what their favorite sports mm-hmm. team is. They know what hobbies they have. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that we do, uh, we have a program called Starting Strong for new executives. Mm-hmm. And and I'll I'll recommend that they as especially when they're new, but to continue doing it maybe less frequently mm-hmm. is to do walkarounds. Right? right. And so virtually it might be just, you know, a check-in, mm-hmm. like let's let's have a have a coffee or something mm-hmm. like that. And just asking, so what are you working on? Mm-hmm. And letting them tell you what they're working on, mm-hmm. yet so much information mm-hmm. about what's really happening levels below you doing mm-hmm. this, but it also connects. Like, oh, you care about what I'm working mm-hmm. on, right? and you want to hear what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So, even if you feel like, oh, I don't, I don't feel like I'm safe enough, or I don't feel like I want to be vulnerable mm-hmm. enough to have a personal conversation, mm-hmm. you can connect with somebody one-on-one right. personally mm-hmm. about work mm-hmm. on, on what they're working on and why mm-hmm. it's in, what. I like about it. What challenges mm-hmm. are they having? Um, what's interesting about it, right? That's mm-hmm.
0: all connecting with them personally as right. well. Right. And sometimes it's simple things. Um, you know, when I worked for that big company, my CEO, you know, I get the call, right? You gotta love it when the, now I like my CEO. We, you know, we we got along very well. But he said, you know, I've 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 got something I want to run past you. Okay. So I go up to the ivory tower because of course I was many levels down below he was way up on the, the top level right so I go up in there and the company we had to use a badge to get in right you know and and to to make the elevator work now once you were up you, you were pretty much good but um but yeah you had to have your badge to get in and he said I want to have every badge redone okay um and I said oh sure and he said I want to be able to be six feet away from somebody and be able to read their first name. And, you know, and we did have to have our badges on our bodies at all points in time. Um, and so most people of course just wore them clipped to you know their collar or something like that. Um, so you could be like making eye contact and be looking at their badge. Um, but he, he said, I want to be able to call them by their first name. And I, I remember thinking, right? It was just to me, that was one of the silliest things. It made such a huge difference. He'd get in the elevator, he'd call him by name, he'd, you know, in the hall, he'd say, you know, hi, Bob, how you doing? And the reaction from employees, because as we know, you know, we all love hearing our own name. And so it was interesting because it was like, okay, now do, like, would I have Deb or would I have Deborah? And so we let people put the name that they wanted on there. Now it couldn't be, you know, like Bambi if, you know, and, and, you know, some, some wonka doodle name, but you know, if you, if you weren't, you know, if you were Bill, Will, William, you know, things like that, you could, you could do that, but it made such a huge difference just for him to be able to call people by their first name. And, and the, the funny thing was nobody knew they all went, Oh my gosh, he knows my name.
1: Wow. That's amazing. I love that story. Yeah. So, so even something small mm-hmm. that can
0: make that, that
1: connection, right. mm-hmm. a huge difference in the mm-hmm. culture. Absolutely.
0: Right. You know, and, and we do see that, you know, when somebody calls us by name, say a networking event or any of those things, that's why we wear name tags, right? You know, and and so, you know, when you see somebody's, you know, name Call you know, call them by name, and I'm one of those people. I'm I'm horrible with names, so I love it when people have name tags on, you know, because then I can pretend that I know who they are. Um, but you know, and but that's why it's important when you're attending things to have your name tag on, because you know we like to think we're very memorable, but we're not always. So you know, give somebody a little bit of a, an assistance and and let them know. Um, it's funny, I have my my husband knows that if we're meeting somebody and if I don't immediately say, you know, Sonia, this is my husband, Tom, that means I've forgotten your name. Um, And so then he'll introduce himself and then usually they will say their name back. But, um, but yeah, it's just, again, that's one of those little things that makes such a difference.
1: Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So, so yeah, it doesn't always have to be Mm -hmm. everything about Mm -hmm. their life. Or mm-hmm. or your life, story, or they know everything right. about your life story. Mm-hmm. It can be little ways of how do, mm-hmm. how do you connect with people? Mm-hmm. And we all know how to do it, right? But we get into this leadership position mm-hmm. and and like lose ourselves. We have to be aloof. We have to be right. professional, right? Right, mm-hmm. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. right, right. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, I th- I think this idea of being buttoned up mm-hmm. as a leader, uh it doesn't work anymore. Mm-hmm. People don't right. people don't connect with mm-hmm. you. People that connection. They want that vulnerability. Mm-hmm. They want to see who mm-hmm. you are. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't necessarily mean like sharing all your personal mm-hmm. information, but just right. your values, mm-hmm. how, like what's important to you. Mm-hmm. One of the things that that we do with clients is we do a why connection. Mm-hmm. So we, we uh, help them figure out what drives them or their mm-hmm. why, and then how they bring that why to life or how mm-hmm. they internally access information. Mm-hmm and then ultimately what others can expect from them mm-hmm. and it's it's a very fast tool right. that we use with them and mm-hmm. then we help them build a branding statement mm-hmm. and just that information mm-hmm. changes the conversation mm-hmm. with with um with each other with a right. leader right because now we understand what drives you what motivates mm-hmm. you i see you differently mm-hmm. right and mm-hmm. and and it's and i have that connection mm-hmm. even though that's not what drives me necessarily mm-hmm. right. um i have that connection with you where mm-hmm. i know what You Mm -hmm. and I can understand you better. Mm
0: -hmm. Right. Yeah, it's funny because I wrote why down in in big letters on my notes because I wanted to to talk about that. You know, and and the the first part of your book is is about we have to figure ourselves out first before we can do anything else. And I think the why statement, you know, and, and many of us have read Simon Sinek, and we know, you know, we you have to have why statements. But of course, the problem is our personal why statement. Becomes our business why statement. And you know, and, and we forget that we're people. Um, you know, and, and so we don't have our own why statement. So I love that you say we have to figure that out, redefine, and, and of course, those things change. I mean, you know, your why statement in your 20s is very different than your why statement in your 60s, um, you know, and, and at all points in between. So it's it, it is it's so important to have figured yourself out. At least for that point in time.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and 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 we—it's the first step that we do. Mm-hmm. So when we're working with an individual leader,
0: mm-hmm. working
1: with a team, or working at the company level, mm-hmm. we always start with why. Right. right? So, um, so at that individual level, and I think there's a lot of confusion mm-hmm. about what your why is. Like right. some people will say, "Oh, my why is my family," mm-hmm. or why is my faith? Or Mm -hmm. my why is I want to change the world. Mm -hmm. And we call those your who's and your what's. Mm -hmm. It's not necessarily what Mm -hmm. drives you, right? Right. So what drives you is what really intrinsically motivates you. Mm -hmm. So for me... Yeah, I was about uh, to say, so Sonia, what is your why statement? Yes. Yeah. So for me, I believe success happens when I partner with others to make a bigger impact. And how I do that is finding better ways of doing things and sharing them. and ultimately what others can expect is simple solutions. Mm-hmm. so so my why is to contribute right I, I want to have an impact I want to contribute to right. a bigger cause. Mm-hmm. People in my line of work that's pretty common, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then how I do that is I'm always looking for better ways, right mm-hmm. like there's I'm never going to be satisfied. I, mm-hmm. there's always going to be something better. And then, and then my what is is to simplify, right? Mm-hmm. So looking for, mm-hmm. for how can we make it simpler for mm-hmm. people to to get and understand. Right. You mentioned my book is very short. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was. It's very simple to go through. It's deep. Mm-hmm. You get a lot of uh, great nuggets there, mm-hmm. but it's right very in mm-hmm. in how you do that. Mm-hmm. And I use that in not only how I talk about me, but also how I talk about our company culture because mm-hmm. I'm the founder, right? Mm-hmm. So my white my why connection impacts the culture mm-hmm. of our organization. Mm-hmm. What does that is I'm always looking for how can we make a bigger impact for our clients? Mm-hmm. I'm always changing things. Mm-hmm. So even in interviews, I say, I tell, I tell them this, you know, this is my why. Mm-hmm. What that means for you is that because my how is, is finding better ways mm-hmm. I'm never satisfied. Mm-hmm. And that might feel like criticism. Mm-hmm. and it's not right it's it's not it's like that mm-hmm. I, I will do my best mm-hmm. to acknowledge great work mm-hmm. but I'm we're never going to rest on our laurels that's right. not who we are in the company mm-hmm. because that's not who I am right mm-hmm. and and then I say and if you're looking for something that is like really stable and doesn't change a lot this isn't the company for no. you And that's okay mm-hmm. right? right right and so so um so it really helps people you mm-hmm. know, in, in an interview process mm-hmm. to know am I the kind of boss that they want to mm-hmm. work with Right. right. Is this the kind of company that they want to mm-hmm. join? And it's great if they don't, right. Mm-hmm. Let's get right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Why, why mess around? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so being able to have not only that self-awareness, mm-hmm. but also being able to articulate mm-hmm. it and share it with people mm-hmm. can make a big difference. Right. right? So, mm-hmm. uh, so my, my husband, it also ha- happens, happens to impact your personal life as well. So mm-hmm. my husband used to always tell me, Oh, you never like my ideas. <laughs> right. And before I did this, before I went through this process, mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know why you say that. That's not mm-hmm. true. Right. And and what I what I realized is I, oh, oh, I take his idea and in my head, think about how to make it better and then say how like what how I think I can make it better mm-hmm. without actually acknowledging his idea first. Right. right? And uh, and then what I was like, oh, well, that's why mm-hmm. he thinks I don't like his idea because mm-hmm. I'm not saying mm-hmm. because that's how we only process. Mm-hmm. Not actually saying, oh, that's a great idea. And what if we also right, right, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. right, right? So, right. It, so these little things can can just the way we operate mm-hmm. with our eye. We don't realize it because that's what drives us and how mm-hmm. we operate, right? But can be misinterpreted mm-hmm. by other people mm-hmm. uh, because they don't understand us. But mm-hmm. once they understand, they're like, oh, okay, she's always
0: trying to make it better. That's mm-hmm. what this is about, right? right. And your why statement can be pretty self-serving. I mean, you know, that's that's the thing is I think you know, we get caught up in the well, we, you know, we have to be again thinking about the greater good, the greater company. Sometimes somebody's why statement is, I just want to last for six months until I can get to retirement. Um, and and that's okay because then that's gonna show you what's important to them how to motivate them. I mean, all sorts of things. Um, and of course the, the really important thing about the why statement is it is I not we.
1: Right. Yeah, absolutely. And again, I would say even that six months to retirement is a Mm what? right. Mm -hmm. It's so, but there are, you know, people that have a why of doing things the right way. Mm -hmm. Like they're, they believe success happens when they create, Mm -hmm. uh, predictable systems mm-hmm. and processes that right. can be used over and over mm-hmm. then or it might be the opposite right mm-hmm. they they want to challenge the status quo and mm-hmm. be innovative right and that's what motivates them that's mm-hmm. what drives them and we we had a team where we did this process with them individually and uh, and then we create one as a team mm-hmm. and when i looked at the the directory of the whole team and what and what their why connection was the cfo had a why of challenge. Oh. I was like,
0: that might not be the best role. I know for a CFO, they want challenging. Mm-hmm.
1: Right, right. Like to always be challenging the status quo. Mm-hmm. Finance is kind of rigid in structure and structured. Right.
0: <laughs> two and two <laughs> make four. <laughs> and,
1: and we had we were able to have the conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, is this the right role for you? Mm-hmm. And it was actually he was not fulfilled by it. And and we were able to make some changes in the organization mm-hmm. to get him in a role where he mm-hmm. could really use the superpower and mm-hmm. get somebody who was more motivated mm-hmm. by those predictable systems okay. and processes mm-hmm. to be in the role that he mm-hmm. was in. So he would never have known that, mm-hmm. and and the company would never have known that mm-hmm. without
0: going through the process. Right. And he probably would have left. I mean, that's that's the thing is at some point he would have said, "This is this is not making me want to be at work every single day." Um, you know, and, and they would have lost a good employee. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, it's, and, and it comes back to communication and, and just being open and honest with people. Um, you know, I remember I was working with somebody one time on her LinkedIn profile and she figured she needed to, to leave. I mean, that was what she was doing. She was updating her LinkedIn profile so that then she could go out and find another job. And she'd been with the company for a long time. And loved it, loved the people, all of those things, but was not fulfilled. And so it was so funny because she calls me and she says, you're not going to believe this. My manager saw my LinkedIn profile. I thought, oh, she's been fired, (laughs) right? (laughs) And and bless her manager who said, why don't you want to, because she had put in there, I want to do blah, blah, blah. And he said, why don't you want to do that here? You know, you can. And she was just, it had never occurred to her because she'd never articulated it, you know, all of these various things. But she saw her job at that company is in this little box. It never occurred to her she could change boxes. um, And, you know, but yeah, like I said, bless that manager, because many people would have said shoe. Um, right. But yeah, they, they said, you know, hey, you can stay here. And still have your same parking spot, um, you know, and, and all your benefits. I mean, all those various things. But it, it it you know, it's back to that good old communication thing and being authentic. I mean, you know, there are times where we don't say this is not working, <laughs> you know, because we do want to keep our job, right? But you know, there are definitely times too where you can say, what if, um, you know, and 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 just voice that and and just see where it goes yeah, absolutely. And I think leaders
1: have that opportunity as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. people don't know what they want, mm-hmm. right. And to be able to have that conversation, mm-hmm. you know where do you see yourself going? It' mm-hmm. like assume they're not mm-hmm. going to be in this hole for the rest of their life, right. right. and And to say where you know where do you see yourself mm-hmm. going? And it might not be in the same mm-hmm. department. right It doesn't necessarily mm-hmm. mean and allowing for that to say, mm-hmm. you know, are there other areas of the company that you're interested mm-hmm. in? Can we start to help? If mm-hmm. they say yes, and we start to help you right. by networking in those mm-hmm. areas and it, making introductions, mm-hmm. so you start to learn about what mm-hmm. they're doing, work on special projects with mm-hmm. them, right? And 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 that's how you keep people right. Is mm-hmm. you, you're you're talking about what what is their vision for mm-hmm. themselves? If they don't know, mm-hmm. help help them start to right. articulate it and mm-hmm. start and start to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes they, they think that it's not even possible mm-hmm. to think that there are other opportunities mm-hmm. like you were saying in that example mm-hmm. when they, they could very well have another opportunity the, mm-hmm. this person that I was talking right. about was this oh they created mm-hmm. a whole new job for him that didn't exist before oh, I love it and mm-hmm. uh, and and it was like oh we actually don't have somebody who is thinking who's thinking outside mm-hmm. the box in innovation and strategy mm-hmm. we let's let's create that role mm-hmm. and put you there and mm-hmm. and how he can really help grow the company. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so never would have thought of that without mm-hmm. saying, you know, where where um, where he was fulfilled. Mm-hmm. And but managers can also do that, right? To mm-hmm. say what, well, right. what is it that you're interested in? Mm-hmm. You know, if, where, do you, where do you see yourself going? What intrigues you? What are you mm-hmm. curious about? If if they don't have a full baked vision mm-hmm. of of where they want to go in their career, you know, just say, well, what do, what interests mm-hmm. you? And what how can we get right. you more? sure to that mm-hmm. and, and develop you because it's mm-hmm. going to help everyone right. for, for yeah. you to, to mm-hmm. connect with, right? right?
0: Yeah. You know, I've, I've seen companies that are criticized when they have like good education and training programs. And and the criticism is, well, aren't you training them to go somewhere else? Well, maybe, but you might also be training them to stay and and do much better for you. And again, be fulfilled be able to contribute more, all of those things, Um, you know, and, and, and if they do go somewhere else, we'll wish them well. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, that's, that's the thing.
1: Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And I've seen, we used to have this happen at Disney all the time Mm -hmm. where people would leave Mm -hmm. and they take, they take it, you know, maybe there wasn't an opportunity for promotion Mm -hmm. within the company. Mm -hmm. Uh, So they would go to another company to take Mm -hmm. that promotion and Mm -hmm. then they would come back. Right. Right. And, um you know might be 3 or 4 years later mm-hmm. but they would come and mm-hmm. you like, you never know what mm-hmm. what can happen when somebody leaves you know cre- creating right. again creating that mm-hmm. relationship to mm-hmm. have want to mm-hmm. refer other people to come mm-hmm. work for you um but also to maybe potentially come back
0: someday if they're a great right. performer right yeah you know it's i always find it interesting when somebody not only burns the bridge, but you know, they they plow it under and and do all sorts of things. And then they wonder, you know, why are things going, you know, not going well. Um, same company that that, you know, I I worked for, I had this employee who unfortunately had to to do layoffs. She was the last one hired. So she was the first one to go. I mean, you know, that was was essentially what it was. And until the day she left, she was a perfect employee. And then she burned that bridge. I mean, it was it was bad, and but then the really funny thing was, I got the phone calls asking for you know the referral phone calls, and you know I was like, hmm, <laughs> you know, and so I did the corporate speak, you know, right? She started on this date, she ended on this date, and her final salary was, bleh. Um, and yeah, and then they would always say. Hmm. Seems like you're leaving something out. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and, you know, and, and even just the tone of voice that I used. Right. Because it's one thing to say, you know what, I'm sorry. It is our company policy that, you know, we, we can only say this. But, you know, and, and, and so she, of course, knew. And, and so I get the phone call from her. And, and she said, I I don't understand. I thought you liked me. I said, funny thing. I thought you liked me too. (laughs) And, you know, and and she and I actually had a really good chat and, you know, and and then I was more than happy to give her a good referral. And, you know, because to me, it was a learning lesson for her. Um, But, and, and, you know, what I did was I would say to folks, you know, I have a cell phone. (laughs) <laughs> you know, maybe you would like to communicate with me on that. Um, yeah. And then I was more than happy to, because she really had been a, a good employee. But, um, but yeah, you never know. And you, you also never know, especially in this day and age, who is connected to whom, right? You know, you might think it's okay to just trash that company. And then you discover the next place you're applying for, you know, they know those people and they heard about you and there's no way they're going to hire you. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and you know, back to your book. Um, again, you're an executive, but are you a leader? And and I think that really is so true. You know, we're thrown into these positions either, you know, because we create them ourselves, we start our own business, things like that, or we get promoted. And we really don't have any idea in many cases what it takes to be that leader. And you know like i said it's short each chapter is a page folks this is this is really easy and then there's an example so you can go through and go oh yeah um but it it you know you talk about having that shared vision also and communicating it to people you know we're not psychic we don't know these things so how do we kind of build that one vision one message type of thing
1: yeah absolutely and and um you refer the title i I created it to be a little provocative Mm -hmm. uh, because I think a lot of executives lean on their title Mm -hmm. and create like I'm the boss, therefore you do what I say, right? Mm -hmm. And it creates and and they will, but it creates a culture of compliance Mm -hmm. and fear, right? Right, Mm -hmm. rather than rather than passion, Mm -hmm. right? So so connecting to so and I often get asked, well, then what's what's a leader? Well, mm-hmm. a leader is somebody who inspires people to follow them,
0: mm-hmm. right? <laughs> right, right. And sometimes the leader is not the boss. That's Absolutely. always interesting. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Very often. Very mm-hmm. often. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and and I love those people, right? And mm-hmm. and but it's in order to have them follow you, mm-hmm. you have to know where you're going. Mm-hmm. Right. So that connects to the vision. Mm-hmm. And I think so many organizations, I don't know. I, I don't I don't know why, whether it's consulting companies, it's Google, mm-hmm. um, whatever it is, that that people come up with these vision statements. And,
0: and that, then they put them on the wall, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> but often they don't mean anything.
1: Right. right? They're so, very pithy. <laughs> right. Right or even to say we want to be the best in our industry. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes. and I mean or right. so, I mean right. You know, right. Or, you know, my my next thought is well who doesn't? I mean, you know, that's, right. that's exactly. the thing. Mm-hmm.
1: Exactly. And so really crafting a vision mm-hmm. that is going to have people want to mm-hmm. follow you into mm-hmm. that destination mm-hmm. that I and I often tell clients it's called vision for a reason. Mm-hmm you need to see it, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? You need right. to be able to say, what does that world look mm-hmm. like when we're there? Mm-hmm. What's happening? What are people saying? Mm-hmm. What? How will we know we're there, mm-hmm. right? And and to be able to articulate it in a way that people want to make that happen, mm-hmm. right? Saying that we want to be the best in our industry, for example, that might be good for, for, for the business owner. That mm-hmm. might be good for the shareholders, depending right. on the size, of me right. Mm-hmm. How's that going to get you know the mm-hmm. the lowest level employee in your right. team mm-hmm. excited about making mm-hmm. that happen? How do they see what they're doing mm-hmm. connecting to making that happen? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. That's really tra- drawing that picture mm-hmm. and really having everybody feel like mm-hmm. not only do they understand this is the purpose mm-hmm. of the company, this is why we exist. Mm-hmm. And this is where we're going with that mm-hmm. in our vision. Right. This is why it's exciting, right? Mm-hmm. So that's creating the passion for mm-hmm. the organization. But here's what you specifically are doing to contribute to that. Ah, mm-hmm. And so that they see, oh, without me, that doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Right. Now I'm engaged. Now mm-hmm. I, I, what I do matters. Mm-hmm. Now I want to help. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, so that's the importance of having that shared vision and, mm-hmm. and having be rallied behind it right. so that you have like you have all of these musical instruments, mm-hmm. but it's playing one piece of music mm-hmm. right in, in the orchestra in, mm-hmm. and in harmony.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and and it is so important that you do live it. I mean, you know, how many times do we know what a company's vision is and how they actually function is? Complete opposite. Um, you know, they might say to provide the best customer service in the world, and you know that they <laughs> provide a horrible customer service, or um, you know all these various things. and And it's okay again for those things to change. That's why they shouldn't be written in stone on the wall, you know, behind somebody. But um, and I think we saw that with COVID. I think companies really did go ooh. You know, we've been going down this path, and now maybe sometimes they were forced. You know, we're going to go down this path instead. Um, You know, and and but it's and I think that comes back to you know to me, an organization is a living, breathing entity, and so it changes. You know, so your mission and your vision and all of those things change just like your employees, your products, your services; those change also. Yeah, absolutely. You have
1: to respond to the environment. Mm -hmm. And and what is needed from mm-hmm. the people that you serve, whether that's mm-hmm. through a product or service, maybe what they need mm-hmm. changes, okay? right. or maybe there's a disruptor that's come mm-hmm. in, and in a, in a competitor that you need to mm-hmm. address that as mm-hmm. well. So you, you're going to pivot. So what's mm-hmm. going to be our differentiator? Mm-hmm. And so it's really connecting the dots all the way down mm-hmm. the road, right? So right. so w- when when we start with purpose, mm-hmm. that becomes the core. Mm-hmm. Then we look at plan, which is that those vi- that vision, mm-hmm. not just the vision. Mm-hmm. So from the vision comes the strategy. Mm-hmm. So so this is our destination. Mm-hmm. Our strategy is how are we gonna, what's our how right. are we gonna get there? Mm-hmm. Where are
0: we gonna You gotta money? make money? I mean, you know, you can't get so caught up in the other that that you don't make money. Right, right. And then and then
1: connected to that is what mm-hmm. are our goals? Mm-hmm. What what do we to make sure get mm-hmm. done now mm-hmm. to, to take us in the direction of our vision. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes companies create this lofty vision, mm-hmm. but they don't take it down to the right. next thing is totally mm-hmm. separate business mm-hmm. strategy. Right. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with their vision. Mm-hmm. Right. And if and if that's the case, then that's not the right vision. Right. Right. They, they need to be connected. Then mm-hmm. each individual person has their own goals that mm-hmm. are they can see directly mm-hmm. my goals connect to the company mm-hmm. goals connect strategy connect to mm-hmm. the vision. I can right. uh, the line all the mm-hmm. way through.
0: Right. I love it. Well, oh my gosh, Sonia, we have to continue this conversation some other time because I, I think it's so important. Um, and you know, and, and maybe we want people to be thinking about this right now for New Year's resolutions, right? You know, look at your own company, your department, your family. I mean, all of these things, and, and figure this out. You know, are you on the right path? If not, what do you need to do to change it? Um, you know, and and so that's that I think is is so important. But until we talk again, you know, if, if somebody wants to, you know, we've we've talked about your book. You're an executive, but are you a leader? Of course, uh, we will have a link to it in the show notes. But you know, how do people find you, and how do they connect with you? And then, what are the services that that you provide? Yeah, so so
1: we work at uh, three different levels. We work at the individual leader. We work with teams, and okay. then we work at the company wide level. Okay. we call it Red Thread Leadership, where mm-hmm. we take the purpose of the company, starting with why, Mm -hmm. and then we run that through everything they Mm -hmm. do at each of those levels. Mm -hmm. Right. So um, to make sure that they have that passion at the end. Right. And So um, if, if people want to learn more, the best place to go is our website. It's our one-stop shop for everything. Um, So if you want to learn about your why you can, Mm -hmm. you can find out how to do that. If you want to learn more about our services, you could do that. You want to connect with me, all the social media links Mm -hmm. are on our website and that's at executiveleader.com. Also have access to the books and we have a ton of free resources Mm -hmm. from webinars and online trainings, articles, um, all kinds of things that you mm-hmm. can do to increase your leadership and, and, and connect your business strategy mm-hmm. and your culture to right. create faster growth.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I'm going to put forth a premise here that we can all be leaders. Doesn't matter if you have that title or that position. And, and just think if we all were leaders, um, you know, I, I live in Atlanta and last week we had the, the memorial service for Rosalind Carter. And I think that was one of the things that that really struck me was that she, you know, one of her big premises is how can you lead? And, you know, and I think that was just, you know, that was, that really was. And and then more importantly, and how can I help you? I think, you know, and, and so if we all keep that in mind, you know, how can you lead and how can I help you? Just think what we could do. Absolutely, absolutely. I love that. I know. Eh, such fun, such fun. Well, Sonia, you know, we do have just a couple minutes left. Um, I do look forward to having you on again. I think this is a, a great conversation to have. But do you have any final thoughts that you want to leave everyone with?
1: Yeah, I think it all starts with your core. So what is your purpose? Whether you're an individual contributor, whether you're a leader, whether you're you have your own company whether you are an executive in a company, what is your purpose? What is your team's purpose? What is your company's purpose? And how can you connect that to what fulfills you in life and and also makes you
0: money? Both, right? I love it because we need money. You know, we yeah, we do. And it's okay to say we need money. Well, I'm Deb Creer. I've been having such a fun discussion with Sonia Shelton. Shelton, sorry about that, the CEO of Executive Leadership Consulting. And until next time, everyone have a great day.
1: Tune in for our next program for even more trends, best practices,
0: and techniques for how to make your business a success. The Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer, is proud to be part of the C-Suite Network.